0: I think it's crazy. I think he was the best president there ever was and I think every president has done something like this at one time or another. I
1: couldn't care less about him. Just going to go to work and too much Trump
2: just want to get all
3: my life gas wasn't as high it, you know we got back more money from uh, taxes and houses were cheaper i just think overall he was a great he was a better uh president than biden
1: there's going to be protests and there's possibly
4: violence welcome to newsmax daily for friday march 31st 2023 well my 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 that is reaction from people on the streets of new york to the grand jury indictment of President Donald J. Trump, which is still under seal, but is likely to be as many as 30 counts related to business fraud. Trump on social media calling it political prosecution and election interference at the highest level in history. He also made it clear that he will not stop his 2024 campaign. Former Vice President Mike Pence on CNN last
2: night. The unprecedented indictment of a former president of the United States on a campaign finance issue is an outrage.
4: This is how it came down yesterday on Newsmax.
1: All right, we have breaking news right now. Former President Trump officially indicted, according to sources, to the New York Times, he is now the first former president to be indicted on criminal charges in American history. This is obviously in relation to this so-called hush money payment to the adult film actress Stephanie Clifford, known as Stormy Daniels. This all predates that uh, 2016 campaign. Uh, The Manhattan jury voted to indict Trump. We know that now. Uh, Obviously, a lot still unknown as far as how this would all all go down uh... the relationship that would occur and how this uh... what what will happen next uh... there's obviously a lot that's going to have to be worked out now uh... there had been a lot of speculation what this would what this would mean because the grand jury had been told it would be out for thirty days trump had said in in the last little while that he was excited that the grand jury uh... had had not acted bring you a few (laughs) meant that he had had a lot of uh... uh... Uh, faith in the grand jury process, and in this particular grand jury. uh, I actually asked some of the guests the other day whether or not that was a bit premature. One of them actually said that that might be the case. I talked to, to Uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, Uh, he thought that maybe that was also the case. And clearly, uh, that was premature for President Trump to think that for obvious reasons. That indictment coming out, uh, we now know. And so the big question now is, what's next? How will that arrangement go? Whether the president uh, will have to come up to New York to be arraigned uh, and fingerprinted and photographed? Uh, He is obviously has Secret Service protection. We do know that. So that will mean that he will likely be immediately stay in their custody. We do know that will make this a little bit more interesting because uh, in in most cases, uh, you would see uh, a suspect brought in maybe in handcuffs, obviously, because he is a former president, because he is in Secret Service protection. He's not a flight risk. He is obviously not someone that you need to worry about moving or going someplace. That is
4: Sean Spicer, one of President Trump's former press secretaries and host of Spicer and company on Newsmax. As Sean said, there is still a lot to unpack, a lot that isn't known yet, obviously, and we'll be learning a lot more, obviously, throughout the day and the days ahead. And Sean said this marks the first time in U.S. history that a former president will face criminal charges. Now think about that. 246 years 44 other presidencies and none have ever been arrested and charged, assuming that that does happen next week. Trump's defense attorney, Joe Tacopina, telling Greg Kelly he may be arraigned on Tuesday or Wednesday. He'll be working with the grand jury on details of that. Greg also spoke with Alina Habba, another attorney on the Trump legal team.
1: So Alina Habba about a dozen years ago or so I personally was investigated by the district attorney of New York of Manhattan of New York County and uh, it was about a two or three week investigation and during that time you know what I did I didn't say anything about the district attorney <laughs> I didn't make am- I didn't make any public statements I didn't call him names and look I love your client but do you think that as an attorney you know perhaps the Soros back stuff the animal stuff which I believe I agree with him but maybe, you know, in retrospect, not the thing to say.
5: I guess if your question is implying whether this in some regard happened because Donald Trump made public statements about the D.A., Greg, I can't agree with that. I think Donald Trump is different than you or I. Donald Trump is a candidate for presidency, as you know. Um, he is a former president. And I think what he did was get ahead of something he heard and now we now know was coming. Um, Da Bragg and a lot of these politicians—they're just different. They're taking things to a level that we've never seen, and it's very frightening. Time, uh, do I? Like, name-calling in general, no. Um, but I think that the president is who he is. And part of that relates to a lot of American people. It's part of why he was president, because he doesn't work for politicians and he only works for the American people. And um, and I think that shows when he's upset and when he loves this country so much. I, I said uh, on another show a couple days ago that if you love something, you get angry. And he loves this country. And if he didn't, he wouldn't be upset upset and you wouldn't see those kinds of reactions and um, and, and the things that he, he calls out, frankly.
4: Again, that's Alina Habba, one of Donald Trump's attorneys, former acting U.S. Attorney General Matt Whitaker, talked about how an arrest of the president may go down and how unprecedented this is.
0: Well, obviously, and this is going to be a highly negotiated situation between the president, the lawyers, the Secret Service, uh, and, and everyone involved, I, I, obviously there is a way to handle this, uh, to make sure that you know that no one's put at risk, including the former president, and uh, but at the same time, you know this is a, this is a moment that I think is one of the darkest days in American history. You know, we have had a president that since he came down the escalator in 2015 has been persecuted by the deep state, by the prosecutorial uh, careers. Uh, we have just had people that would suffer from Trump derangement syndrome that want to get him at any cost and get him off the national stage, because he's that dangerous, Greg, to, you know, their uh, their worldview and their way that they think America should run. Uh, and this, I know, makes President Trump fight even harder. You know, Elena and I were together a couple weeks ago on a flight back and forth to my home state of Iowa. And, you know, it just the president is uh in how he does these types of things. And he's going to fight, and I know that everybody around him is going to fight on his behalf. But, Mm. you know, I just think that this was unnecessary for uh, America and for our future.
4: So that's some legal perspective from former acting U.S. Attorney General Matt Whitaker on Greg Kelly Reports. Longtime political advisor Dick Morris, an advisor to Donald Trump, has his own show on Sunday afternoons at 1 o'clock Eastern, Dick Morris Democracy, breaking down the top political news, and you can bet this Sunday's show will be a very good one. And Lara Trump, a regular contributor to Newsmax, joined Rob Schmidt to speak about the indictment of her father-in-law.
0: Good to have you on tonight. I think you're probably about as shocked as we were when this news came in just after 5 o'clock. Um, your thoughts?
2: Well, I'd like to say I'm shocked, I'd like to say I'm surprised, but unfortunately, Rob, I don't think anyone is, because you go to a liberal bastion like New York City, and no surprise that you could, as you just explained it, indict a ham sandwich. So yes, their hatred for Donald Trump obviously overtook their love for America, our constitutional republic, our rule of law, our equal system of law and justice under the law, and um, obviously here we are, and I think anyone looking at this can clearly see that this is not about a prosecution. It is about, of course, a persecution of a man who they never liked who people not just on the left in America, but in the establishment in America never liked. They didn't like that a billionaire businessman from New York City, Donald Trump, could come in with no political backing, with no political experience, not need lobbyists, not need special interest groups, not need that establishment, and yet he could become president of the United States. He could expose all of them. They've hated him from day one. And this district attorney's office, by the way, has combed through 11 million documents in search of any crime they could find to pin to Donald Trump to ultimately take him down. Um, This is the one they had to come back to. It is disgraceful.
0: Imagine what they could do if they combed through 11 million Joe Biden documents. Yes. Imagine what they would find if they went through 11 million Nancy Pelosi documents. I, I just said it. I mean, anybody with their eyes open, I don't care what your politics are is fully aware that the man sitting in the White House right now has been using his position in government as a business for quite a long time, using his son as a bagman to engage in corrupt behavior and influence peddling. It is as obvious as it gets.
4: And on that note, thank you, Rob Schmidt. President Biden has missed this week's deadline set by House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer to clarify a $1.3 million payment from China to members of his family. Congressman Comer on John Bachman now. Is there any
3: way to hold them to account to this
4: deadline? Are they gonna keep stonewalling?
3: Well, they're gonna obviously keep stonewalling. The problem is we're getting bank records and they never dreamed we would get bank records. Uh, We also have access and have staff in as we speak looking at the bank violations. So there are two different things here. There are the bank records, and the bank violations. The Biden attorneys tried to block us from both. We have access to to both now. Uh, They're not gonna be able to come up with a good explanation for why this family and so many members of the family took millions and millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party. Now, the one statement they've already issued, they said, well, that first uh, 1 million plus, That was divided up between three or four Biden family members that went for seed capital. Uh, I don't believe that will turn out to be an accurate statement. We haven't found a a legitimate business that the Bidens were involved in. So, uh, you know, stay tuned. We're getting information in as we speak. And I think that the American people are finally going to be given the truth and have actual facts as to the extent to which the Biden family were influenced peddling.
0: So you guys are seeing this information, but we still get the denials from the White House and President Biden. Let's just take a
4: look. Hunter Biden's business associate sent over a million dollars to three of your family members. Any reactions to that report? not true.
0: <laughs> and he says it's not true. And, and you're telling us right now you have hard evidence that would prove otherwise.
3: We have the bank records to show it, the transactions into his family members' bank accounts from an LLC called robinson Robinson walker LLC. That money came directly uh, from the Chinese Communist Party linked account uh, to Robinson-Walker LLC into three, maybe four different Biden family member checking accounts. Now, for him to, to just stand up there and lie and the mainstream media not to hold him accountable. Can you imagine if Donald Trump said something that uh, was that inaccurate, how the mainstream media would respond? But I'm not concerned about it because this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm confident we're going to have many more transactions in many more accounts that we're going to be able to present to the American people to show just how dishonest this president's been about the extent and his knowledge of his family's shady business dealings. That's
4: Kentucky Congressman James Comer, Chairman of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee on John Bachman Now, which airs weekdays at noon Eastern, and as I've always said, a great way to catch up on the news during your lunch hour. Back on March 17th, the president falsely claimed that the 2017 payment never happened, contradicting testimony from his son Hunter and the facts that have now been discovered by the House Committee. Today, the president is actually turning his attention to the American people. He will visit storm-ravaged Rolling Fork, Mississippi, along with the First Lady. At least 25 people were killed in western Mississippi as a result of tornadoes over the weekend. In other news, if you have a flight out of town this weekend, there is a bipartisan push in Congress to make the friendly skies friendly again by getting unruly and violent passengers off flights by creating a national no-fly list for passengers that have been fined or convicted of assaulting airline crew members the FAA reported 831 unruly passenger incidents in 2022 that's up from only 146 in 2020 currently an airline can refuse service to any of those a-holes but the offenders can still go on to another airline and get a flight if one airline refuses them And if you are flying, weather could definitely be a problem today. More than 65 million Americans in at least 15 states are in the path of what meteorologists are calling explosive thunderstorms that could generate tornadoes, torrential rains and 70 to 80 mile an hour wind gusts. This will be around Missouri, Kansas, Illinois and Iowa. And today, March 31st, by the way, is National Tater Day, which may date back more than 150 years when the people of Kentucky, not Idaho, would buy and sell their sweet potatoes. It was originally celebrated in April, and then for some reason, the people who are responsible for these sort of things moved National Tater Day to the end of March. Today is also Crayon Day, started by Crayola, who started making crayons back in 1885. If you are not already watching Newsmax TV, don't forget you can find it on most major cable systems, including Verizon, Spectrum, Cox, DirecTV, AT&T, u and others, as well as many other providers and many platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Pluto, Zumo, and others. Make sure you have the Newsmax app as well. You can stay informed and watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. Thank you, as always, for listening. To Newsmax Daily, I'm Tony Marino. Hope you have a great weekend doing whatever it is you like to do. Spend some time with your family and maybe check out some other Newsmax podcasts. I'll see you right back here on Monday. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your
2: smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.